0: This is the Death of a Dream Podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. Welcome, everyone. I want to prepare you for your mind to be blown. I mean, really. Listen up to today's episode, because I'm pretty sure I've stumbled upon something amazing. Right. Dramatic pause. Okay. So really, 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 everywhere that we've gone so far, what is going to put this all in perspective for you? So today, and I've hit on this before, but man, this fact I can't get across to you enough. I need you to hear this today. I need you to. I know that if you clicked play, that if you're here, that if you're listening to this, there's a reason. And I need this to hit you hard. Because until I started realizing this, it really, I didn't have the kind of perspective that I needed to do anything effectively. Okay? Let that sink in. Yee, yee. I'm probably going to pause a lot in this episode just so I can get my point across. I need you to let this sink in. So here's my first example of this happening. And I want you to start setting yourself up to look at things from this perspective because it's going to drastically change your mind. And, uh It will also exhaust you, so prepare yourself, because I don't want you to think any one way, right? It's dangerous. It's so dangerous. Think of how the world has changed when people thought one way, right? Think about it. When you thought one way, so hard and so fierce that you couldn't be changed. Think about how that shaped our world. Think about the civil rights movement. Think about Nazi Germany. Think about all of those things. When people thought one way and they couldn't be changed, think of how that limited possibility. Think about how... That gave us a skewed version of how the world could work. Right? And yet, guess what we're building all over the world. We're building networks of people, of thoughts, of ideas that take us down this one Direction that can allow someone to think one way so specifically that they never see anything in the opposite. That's how social media algorithms are built, right? You like one thing, it's built to serve you one more it's built to serve you one more it's built to start if you start really vibing on that one thing or that one way of thinking it's built to build your entire network only to those things so much so that you can't even see something you wouldn't like if you wanted to everything is going to sway to that side which Uh, conspiracy theory I think that that's why people get so offended right so so this happens when like if someone just follows a news outlet and it's not a super right or left news outlet um, but they follow that news outlet and you'll see in the comments people getting viciously angry And why is that? Are there that many people just sitting around trolling things? No, it's, and this is what I believe. So set yourself up for timing to be shocked. And I just only believe this because I know a lot about the background world of how social media and marketing works. So think about this. Those comments, I don't, it's hard for me to believe that there are that many people just shallowing in the anger space of their life it's really hard for me to believe that people get angry as angry as they do I believe because it might be the first time in a long time that they have seen something opposing what they believe right? Social media is built to give you what you like, what you approve of, right? Things you do smiley faces of, and it's built to keep the things you don't like away from you. But if you do follow or like a news outlet, or a health system or a store or something like that in those comments we can't protect you from that so if those comments serve up they may be in the opposition and I believe that's why people get so angry and troll worthy on social media it's not because that many people are just sitting around waiting to be angry I mean there is a select few is it possible that it's because it's the first time in a long time that they've seen something outside of their like view? Right? Go ahead and pause there. Let that one sink in. So if we're building entire networks of you only seeing things that you like, it's going to seem increasingly offensive when you serve something you don't. Yeah, imagine, right? Imagine if you just lived in a perfect world and a lot of people who live on and for social media, you're essentially building a perfect world. And the reason that it becomes increasingly addictive is because that world will support you based on who you are. And any time that something comes up in opposition, you can either stop following, block, or not like them. And in the real world, outside of that, outside of social media, outside of those confines, the real world... So if you go to a job, or you have a family, or the real world creates opposition, you can't avoid it. And so when people choose social media spaces, as opposed to family spaces, or work spaces, or whatever, that's a build in a perfect situation, right? You don't have to Respond to or participate with the challenging world. You can't control that space. You can't control if someone opposes your thinking. You can't control, you can't just unlike someone. You could hang out with them less, but if they're your family, they're coming back, okay? Right? So this is all setting you up for the search for validation of your beliefs and how naturally you're going to do that. So social media is built to show you more things that you believe in because they know the science is there. If we serve you one thing and we serve something close to it next... You're going to like or follow it or watch it, right? If it's YouTube, how many times do your kids sit (laughs) and watch? (laughs) Or you don't have kids, how many times does your husband, how many times does your significant other, how many times do you sit and watch and you could go down a perfect valley of like, man, Like a little bit, you're looking around the room, like, how does Netflix know me so well? I just finished that series, bro. I was ready to get off, and now you're serving me something that's like seemingly perfect. Well, yeah, that's just built off of this beautiful web of things that you've liked in the past. And they know, they know you almost better than you even know yourself. That should scare you a little bit more. They know you, they know your tendencies, they know things you're going to like based on things you've liked in the past, or based on things that you've liked on your social media, or based on things that you've searched in your Google bar. Okay, and this isn't like a conspiracy theory against social media, or even a push for it not to exist. This is pointing you to realize, if you don't start looking for the opposite, Your world is going to be built perfect for you. Perfect for where you've been. Right? That's why I said, even if you do nothing more than type what you're thinking into a Google bar, the world will start to unfold in front of you. But if you don't choose to find something in the opposite of the direction that you've been living your life, if you don't choose to change today, if you don't choose that change, if you don't type that into your Google bar, the world is built to keep you in your comfort zone. It is. Everything that you do is built to keep you right where you are. You're comfortable there. You like it. You know that the next thing you're served is going to be something you like. We aren't trying to serve you something that's in opposition. Why? Because social media gains its crown in you liking things. Why would it serve you something that's risky? Right? If you like yellow things... And you're like me, high five, yellow people are awesome, okay. If you like yellow things, I'm going to serve you more yellow things. That's probably wise. I'm probably not going to serve you a lot of dark things, right? I might not serve you a black purse, because I know nine times out of ten, you're going to like the yellow one, right? Right? But maybe all you want is the black purse. You're going to have to go search and find that. And then guess what? You're going to get served like a million more black purses. But you may never have been served it if you didn't go searching out the opposition. Right? So I want you to think about how your networks are built in your comfort zone. And humans, by nature, are built to search out to find and validate a belief that they hold, right? You're not like searching for the opposite intentionally. You're, you're built and set up genetically by how our brains work. You're built and set up to validate what you believe. So guess what? If you believe Right? And these beliefs are built long time. So don't be offended by them. They're just beliefs. If you believe that you don't belong in a room, right? Who knows where that comes from? Mine, if that's a belief that I hold, that probably comes from me not valuing my worth because I'm not privileged. I would never belong in a room like that because I've never... Nor has anyone I know been in a room like that. I don't belong here. And you've probably heard me say it before. If you don't get a seat at the table, build your own. Truth to that. But what I realized yesterday is, hey there, sister. Maybe the reason you don't belong is because you don't believe you belong. (laughs) Maybe you haven't gotten a seat at the table because you're limiting your seat at the table. Right? I'm not searching to validate my own beliefs that I do because I'm searching to validate my belief that I don't. And when I search out things, I find them. So I need you to start searching for the opposite if that's what you're looking for. If your life isn't what you want it to be. Right now, as it sits, you are going to have to get proactive. You are going to have to start to build it. Your world is built in your comfort zone. It is not built to serve you. Opposition, it just isn't. Social media isn't. And if that's where you spend a lot of your time, you may never get past this. It's not going to serve you things outside of your comfort zone. It's going to serve you things that you've searched and looked for before. Right? The power of a good Google search can start to change this. I'm not joking. Okay? But if you've always only searched for things that believe things that you believe that's what you're going to continue to find, and I'm not saying like, oh, you're super Christian, so so start searching for, you know, um, gosh, what is the word, Semitic things. I'm not saying go do crazy stuff like that. Like go search out athe, atheist, atheism. That's not a word, but go ahead. You know where I'm going. I'm not saying go search out that stuff. Probably don't. I don't want you to get on the dark web by listening to me. Okay. Right. If you don't want to change that portion of you, leave it. You're good here. It's fine for you to be served things that you still believe. That's perfectly fine. If you want to change something in your life, you would have to search In the opposite direction. You would have to start building. So I'm not just saying, I mean, if you're not on social media, please don't listen to me and start getting on there. (laughs) However, there is power in that too, right? Even by changing what's in your Google search bar, you're going to start to change your life and how it's built around you, right? You are. You can't even avoid it at this point. And the reason that this is significant to where we've been is that if you want to change your life or you want to change one thing about your life, and I can't say what that is for you, you're probably going to have to get proactive about it, right? If there's something that you believe or there's something that you want to believe You're going to have to start searching those things out. You are. Because your mind is set up to validate what you believe. And so if you're sitting here and you're saying limiting things like. I'll just use a body example because that seems like the most common and even thing to level set. So if I believe that my thighs are the biggest thighs in the world, if I believe that, whether it's valid or not, it's just a belief, right? Whether I have huge thighs or not, that's not really valid here. I believe it. Okay. So if I believe that I have huge thighs Guess what I'm looking to validate? Right? I left the blank there so you fill it in. That you have huge thighs. Right? So if I look in the mirror, I'm not going to be like, huh, thighs, (laughs) curl. These thighs are looking good. No. What are you going to be saying to yourself? Right? Because your body is engineered to validate a belief you're going to be saying cheese. Cheese and rice. You cannot wear those plaid pants. Don't you remember how huge your thighs are? And that's what I'm going to be saying to myself as I put them on and then guess what happens when I get to the mirror? Holy crow. Those thighs are huge, Made even larger by the fact that you've decided to put a very obnoxious print on them. Why do you think you can pull off a look like this? Your thighs are huge. Least you not remember. Did you just need proof? Did you forget? Right? <laughs> Literally, this is what happens. And your mind is going to search to validate whatever belief you have in your head. But guess what? If you start a weight loss program, and even if you don't have measurable results, you are setting yourself up for a new belief, right? And that new belief looks like, maybe it doesn't look like my thighs are smaller, but I'm starting to look for new results of my new diet and whether or not I even have tangible results, I am going to start validating a new belief about me. And when I put on my checkered, my plaid pants, because I love plaid, okay, more than most people, I believe that plaid belongs in all seasons of life, not just fall and winter, okay, it should be in all of them. We need to find more ways to make plaid happen. Please. Please, people. It should be spring and summer and fall and winter and sprinter and sprummer and fall. And yes, I'm just making up mid-season sayings, but it should be all the time. We shouldn't just have to live in a world that only has plaid in the fall and the winter. It should be embraced and appreciated all seasons. Okay, can I just make a case for plaid, people? It's a good thing we should live there more often. Anyways... When I put on my plaid pants, now that I'm on this diet, all of a sudden I'm not looking for these thighs to be huge anymore. I'm looking for the exact opposite. And why is that? Well, now I'm looking to validate this new belief, this stronger belief, this belief that I have power, motivation, and even some habits around. And so the next time that I put on my plaid pants and I go to this mirror, I'm going to be looking to validate that I'm looking slim. That these thighs, because of this new diet, are looking better than they did before. Even if I have nothing to prove, even if I had lost no inches, I'm still going to be looking to validate this new belief. Right? This new belief that I have. And that is that I'm losing Weight or inches, or this diet is effective. I'm looking to validate that new belief, right? And so when I go to the mirror this time, I'm like, oh my gosh, remember two weeks ago when you put these plaid pants on and they looked treacherous and your thighs looked huge and you couldn't leave the house without people thinking that you had gone mentally insane? But now, girl, go wear these pants, wear them every day, wear them to bed. Holy cow, your thighs look amazing. And there's a big possibility that they don't look different at all. But you don't remember that. Because you're searching to validate a new belief. Got it? And you are always going to be searching to validate a belief. And so what I need to arm you with today is the fact that any time that you're developing a new belief, you are going to search to validate that. And the danger side of that is you won't know if it's valid or not, right? If you're searching to validate a belief, you are probably going to find it. The danger lies in if that belief is something you want to believe or not. Because you are going to find a validation. Even if you have to keep searching and searching and searching, you will keep going until you find it. And you probably won't hear anyone with the opposite if you don't want to. (laughs) That's the danger side of this, right? You are naturally inclined to validate beliefs. You are. That is why social why and how social media algorithms exist. You as a human are going to search to validate a belief. Intentional pause. Okay, and if you've never heard it said like that before, which I hope you haven't, and I hope that this becomes shockingly obvious to you. Hopefully you start putting on your awareness thoughts, right? Awareness when you are searching to validate a belief, right? And the reason that we've gone through the back journey and started with the painful parts of your childhood or of your dreams and where they died is because I believe that in order to validate a new belief, it has to exist. You have to know what you're trying to talk yourself out of. If you don't know that first, how do you know what new beliefs to build? How do you know what new experiences you have to provide? You wouldn't right? You wouldn't know if you didn't know where they came from. I can't break down those things for you. Because guess what?
1: I don't know what they are.
0: I can't fix it if I don't know what it is. I can't set up something that doesn't exist. And the problem is, if you want to keep living in your world, you can. You can exist there. You can exist there so much that you pull out from all other instances, right? The reason, <laughs> the reason that we start to get offended when our kids go out into the world, and this is just a tangible example that will make you go, oh, not because you all have children, because this is so real. It hurts my own feelings. So, You protect your kids and you build them in this network, your family, this group of people who believe the best things about you and the best things about them. And when they go out into the real world, outside of grandparents and parents and everything, right? When they go out there and the first time that they're rejected, you instantly go mama bear status and you're like, oh no, good people. That is not my child. Least you not forget this child is perfect and does no wrong and is also the best. I think you, you just don't know them. You just don't know them like I do or like their grandparents do or like everyone does. Well, guess what? Yeah. Yeah. You know them better. But the instant that someone puts something opposing what you believe, you are going to go search out the opposite. So think about how that works in kids' athletics. Right? How many times have you stood on a sideline or heard your own parents say things like, Oh, the coach just doesn't like them. Well, they must just not be getting in, not because they're not good enough, because this coach, this coach is terrible. They have no idea what they're talking about, right? And those parents are going to search until they find someone who believes the same thing they do. And guess what that person is going to do? Search to find someone who believes the same thing they do. And all of a sudden they have this network of people who hate this coach, because guess why? There's something about their child that this coach just doesn't like. And if these parents had built an entire world around their child, which we all do, right? A world where your child is perfect and does no wrong. If we're all building up those networks, the second that someone tells you the opposite, you are going to be offended, drastically offended. Because it's the, probably the first time that you've heard The opposite of what you believe. And so, you're going to go on a mission. And I mean a mission to prove this person wrong. So much so that you might even create a little mini network of super haters for a coach or a parent or a teacher or whatever. Right? And that's scary. Because it all just comes out of you trying to validate your own belief. And you'll start to build up a network of people who have the same beliefs. And if your beliefs are only based on the fact that you've never been served this information before, it may not be a safe belief to hold. Right? Or it may not be worth rising up against someone just because they think the opposite of you. Right? There may not be something wrong with that person who told you the opposite of what you believe. Right? They just believe something different. And The bigger issue is that when we build up our lives in these comfort zones, when we get impacted by the opposite, we are going to start searching out to validate our old belief. And if you want that old belief to exist, you are going to find people to validate it. I almost promise you. Right? But, If you want to go somewhere new or you want to go somewhere worth going, you have to realize that you are inclined to validate a belief. You are naturally going to do it. And so you have to realize Every belief that you hold, you are going to search to validate. And so if it's that your child is perfect and does no wrong, you are going to search to validate that. And that will probably often look like, because no children does no wrong, I promise you, no child is perfect. And it's probably going to look like you taking down people who don't deserve to be taken down. Just chill. Maybe they're telling you something that's worth looking at. And this is what I want to leave you with. If it's a belief that you don't want someone to hold about you or your child, then it's worth setting up new experiences so it doesn't exist, right? Because the belief isn't wrong. It exists. And if someone believes it, right, wrong, or otherwise, it's still something worth changing if you don't want someone to believe that. But you can't sit here and try to validate the opposite. You're not going to go anywhere. Right? You're not going to go anywhere worth going. You have to start looking for yourself to naturally validate beliefs. And if they aren't beliefs that you want to hold, you have to be conscious that your mind is going to go here. It's human nature. You just have to be aware of your natural belief validation patterns.